Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And once again, we're here to talk you through um, the exciting events of the week in HR terms. So, Kimberly, what I thought I'd start on is something completely different. Do you remember? Oh, I think it's probably about two, three months ago, um, back in February, we talked about Octopus. Uh, Greg uh, Jackson, I think, the Chief Executive Officer of Octopus. Yes, he didn't have an HR team, didn't really rate it. Yes, he he thought HR and IT had never made anyone happy, I think was the phrase, if I remember correctly. Um, much to my uh, surprise and interest, um, I had an email from them yesterday. Um, they watched our HR in 10 feed and they'd like to use it in one of their podcasts they're doing and they're going to respond to our comments about their view of HR. Um, apparently they had quite a bit of feedback from the HR community. I'm not at all surprised. How exciting. Thank Indeed. Indeed. It will be an interesting one to watch and we will, keep, we will keep you all posted on what the podcast has to say. So, imminent. In oh, yes. Shall we go to something more prosaic now? What about the change in right to work? Yes. Um, it, you know, every so often you see these kind of changes rolling out from the government in terms of how they've adapted to COVID and so on. Um, and I think they've put a foot wrong on this one. I think it's quite a big error. Yes. I mean, at the moment, the... The possibility of doing virtual right to work checks is really, really helpful. Yes. And and it will be going forward. I, I think so. I mean, as, as a recap for those that haven't spotted it, um, and I think if I recall correctly, it's the 2006 Asylum and Immigration Act that requires employers to verify a worker's legal right to work. Um, and the only acceptable way, if you're a UK national, is to see either a passport, or in the absence of a passport, a full birth certificate and a national insurance document. Um, and there was this uh, lovely point, I'm going to say, tongue-in-cheek, that if you hired an illegal alien, I think the phrase is, the only acceptable defence was having a copy of these documents because you saw the originals and you took a copy, wasn't it? It was, yes. And if you had accidentally employed um, an illegal alien, then, you know, the, the fines are quite hefty. It's, what is it, £10,000? I, I have 20, a feeling it might be £20,000. Uh, right. um, my, my feeling from memory is it's £10,000 on the individual that makes the recruitment decision, i.e. the recruiting manager, mm. and a further £10,000 against the company. Um, so the company can reduce their exposure by having a really good policy and training and so on. So if you have a rogue manager who fails, the company probably gets away with the fine, but the individual doesn't. Yeah. Um, and equally, if the company has no policy, I guess it's going to be targeted more on the company than the manager. But the, the practice was always you had to see it um, in person. And when COVID started and we all went to remote working, the government adapted the law and said seeing a passport on video was perfectly acceptable if they then provided you with a copy. 
Yes, exactly. I mean, when they say copy, do they mean a certified copy? So no, no. If, so just any photocopy. Yep. If I were hiring you, um, as long as we uh, meet in a a real room, a real place, I could you could show me your passport. I could walk over to the photocopier, take a copy, and say I've seen it. And I know yes. some employers who actually do a signed copy at that point with the yes. candidate and say it was done in person and so on and keep that in the HR file. But what the government have just done that concerns me, they've now said on the 17th of May, as we're starting to relax things, you now must see the passport in person. Um, and this has rather surprised me because I understood you weren't supposed to go back to work till the 21st of June. Yes, and it also flies in the face of the fact that so many people are allegedly going to be working from home. So yes. my have to make you know a hundred mile journey just mm. to show their passport to somebody indeed um yeah it yeah. sounds it seems really counterproductive to me they are currently being lobbied by apsco by the rec and i believe by the cipd so watch this space we may find a government u-turn i'm hoping we will but the only thing i'll say um the law only exists to protect you in the event that you hired an illegal worker. So if you're doing your um, identity checks on video and you're doing them effectively and you then see a copy of a passport, um, you know, it, they, they send you a PDF copy by email or whatever, you're probably not going to hire an illegal worker anyway and mm. therefore you're probably never going to have to rely on it. So I, my own view is I think video checks are still reasonably okay, but you just lose the ultimate line of defence. Yes, what's also going through my head is knowing our local market, Jason, how many people don't even do right-to-work checks. And yes. that's something that, you know, I would certainly encourage our local yes. organisations to do. If nothing else, hopefully talking about this may have prompted a few people to realise they're supposed to do those checks and yeah. remind them. Um, yeah. Just before we move on to another subject, something I normally yeah. say at the beginning, but I'm just going to add, um, we are doing this live. If you have any comments or want to put something in, if you type it in, theoretically we can see it pop up on the screen and I can put Kimberly on the spot and uh, ask her your question. So do feel free to type your comments in on YouTube while we're broadcasting. Yeah, go for it. I'm never knowingly without an opinion, Jason. As Absolutely. Well Absolutely. Kimberly, let's, let's move on. I thought talking about the vaccine rollout and the success of it was an interesting one. Yes, I mean, certainly the statistics are showing that there's a lot more positivity about returning to work. Yes. What was it? There was a, a survey said 71% of employees were optimistic about returning to work. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. 60 odd percent uh, said that they felt that the vaccine was making it safer. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, 70... 75% were comfortable taking a COVID test, yes. weren't they? I mean, it's uh, a big shift in how people have been feeling for, for many months. You go back to the beginning of this crisis and lots of employers were finding staff um, really pleading with them to be allowed to work remotely. They didn't want to come back. And when we opened up, certainly in the summer, um, some employers were pushing staff back to work. 
and we were seeing again uh, effectively people saying, no, I really, really don't feel comfortable. Please, can we not? So having created a point where the success of the vaccine rollout has created optimism and confidence in our workers really can only be a good thing. I think the other important statistic there, in in contrast to what you've just said, was that 80% of uh, workers felt that their employees, employers had um, you know, made the workplace safe, mm. uh, which is, is great. What um, comes to my mind there, though, is one of the questions, it's about uh, confidence to return to work as normal. It, it's not going to be as it was before. It's not going to be normal. It's going to be yet another new normal, I think. I think you're right, but it's going to be much better than it has been, certainly for the last year. I mean, overall, the data shows there is almost no COVID out there. I mean, the government analysts have apparently split us up as a country into 6,800 zones, each with a population of about 8,200 people for measuring how much virus is out there in the wild, as it were. And apparently 70% of us are living in zones that are almost virus-free, where there are less than two cases in a seven-day period. Um, and that's at a negligible level where you effectively can't report or analyse it. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I think in my local area, we've got something like nine like, cases now. Which... Yes. When you think of Christmas, it was thousands. Will you talk about, you're saying nine. The reality is that's not in your local area of 8,200 people. That no. is in the borough of Hastings, it, yeah. which is a population of, what, 90,000 people? Mm -hmm. um, and you can see that point. If there's nine there, when you break that down to a population of 8,200, you've got one. It really is very, very low. So, um, I think the... Um, the confidence in the vaccine is is great because of the talk about mental health. Mm. Uh, you know, people have been really affected by mental health. They issues. have. And, you know, I'd love to talk about that, but this is HR in 10. <gasps> <laughs> and there we are again, chatting away for 10 minutes and we're out of time. Next week, then. Absolutely. And much to your joy, no one's asked a live question, so perhaps next week we'll get that. Um if you find these useful, do click on the subscribe button and keep following us on YouTube. And do throw in some difficult questions for us one week and keep us on our toes. Definitely. Until next week, uh, have a great week. We'll see you again then. Thanks, Kimberly. Thank you, Jason. Goodbye. Bye-bye.